Hello, everyone. Welcome to China Money Podcast. I'm your host Nina Xiang. Welcome to this week of China VC Tech News Roundup for the week of July 30th to August 3rd. As usual, a busy week, but most importantly, it's a new month, and therefore, we just publish the China VC Tracker for the month of July 2018. Two massive deals in the fintech and media sector, each worth 1.5 billion dollars or more, stood out in China's venture capital market in July, as investors put 11.36 billion U.S. dollars in startups last month. A total of 295 VC deals worth 11.36 billion were announced in July, compared to 292 deals worth 20.12. About 14 billion U.S. dollars the month before, according to our China VC tracker. Deal volume kept steady in July, but the drop in total deal、um, volume or the total amount of financing raised was due to Ant Financial's monster 14 billion Series C round completed in June, that pushed up the total deal volumes at month. For the month of July, two big deals, including JD Finance's 1.9 billion U.S. dollar Series B round and China Media Capital's 1.5 billion Series A round, led fintech and media to stand out to be the most active sector sectors in terms of deal volume. The two deals' investor lineup illustrate just how broad the Chinese venture capital investor base can be. For JD Finance, investors including private equity firms and bank units invested in the company, while Chinese property property developer Vanke and Chinese tech giants Alibaba and Tencent backed China Media Capital. A wide range of investment entities, from government funds to banks, asset management firms, listed companies, corporate VCs, and wealthy individuals, have all joined VCs in recent years to back startups in China. On the other hand, the type of companies raising venture capital are expanding as well. China Media Capital, a private equity fund manager, is closing a Series A round, while PE firms. Rarely raise venture capital themselves in the past. Outside of those two massive deals, Chinese EV maker Xiaopeng Motors announced it has raised four billion RMB, or around five hundred eighty-seven million US dollars, in the Series B plus round, led by Chinese investment firm Primavera Capital Group, Morningside Venture Capital, and its founder He Xiaopeng. Hillhouse Capital, Eastern Bell Venture Capital, Hong Kong businessman Andrea Chen's K11 investment also participated in the round, valuing the Chinese EV firm at 25 billion RMB or 3.7 billion US dollars. You can go to our website at chinamoneynetwork.com to see a lot of. Informative charts on the Chinese VC market. We have the deal activity month by month, and also the most active industry sectors, as well as a list of Chinese VC deals over a hundred million in the month of July. That included outside of JD Finance and China Media Capital, Suning Sports, which. Raised a 600 million U.S. dollar round, Face Plus Plus, the Chinese AI firm, raising 
also 600 million U.S. dollars. WeWork China raised 500 million. Zoye Bang, Chinese online education firm, raised 350 million U.S. dollar. Zhihu, the Chinese online Q&A community, 300 million Series E round. And DRCC, 294 million raised in pre-A round. And a long list of the mega rounds worth over 100 million and more, which you can all see on chinamoneynetwork.com. All right, moving on to the next most important news. Chinese EV maker Xiaopeng Motors has raised a 4 billion RMB or 587 million US dollar Series B plus round led by Chinese investment firm Primavera Capital Group, Morningside Venture Capital and its founder He Xiaopeng. Hillhouse Capital, Eastern Belt Venture Capital, Hong Kong businessman Andrea Chen's K11 investment also participated in the round, valuing the firm at 25 billion RMB or about 3.7 billion US dollars. With the two RMB 2.2 billion Series B round, Xiaopeng Motors raised in January, the company has raised a total of 6.2 billion RMB or roughly about 909 million US dollars for its Series B round. Its total financing has reached more than 10 billion RMB or 1.5 billion US dollars. The founder, He Xiaopeng, said he personally invested more than 100 million US dollars in his own company in this late round and also has invested a total of 2 billion RMB to his company so far. Founded in 2014, Xiaopeng, which operates under the trade's name Xpeng Motors, focuses on developing internet cars and electric vehicles and is conducting research on autonomous driving technology. Xiaopeng debuted its first production car, the G3 electric sport utility vehicle, at the international CES 2018 in Las Vegas in January. The company said it plans to deliver the car at the end of this year. The company plans to build 150 charging stations across China and open more than 10 shops in China's first-tier cities, and it will design its second car next year. Reportedly, Alibaba's food delivery service, Erlama, is reportedly seeking 3 billion US dollar new financing to support an increasingly fierce market share battle with rival Meituan Dianping and newcomer Didi Waimai. Alibaba did not formally announce, Erlama also didn't come out to comment, but media reports say that Erlama is raising three billion, a massive three billion new financing, hopefully to bring up its market share in the Chinese takeout and delivery market to over 50%. The news came after Elema announced to spend a total of three billion RMB or around 440 million US dollars just this summer on subsidies and marketing expenses to bring up its market share. CEO Wang Lei earlier said his goal was to achieve a 60% to 70% market share by 2020 for the company. 
In the first quarter this year, Oloma led China's food delivery market with a 55% market share, followed by close rival Meituan Dianping with a 40.8% market share. According to II Media Research, at the same time, Chinese ride-hailing firm Didi Chuxing entered the space with its own food delivery operation that currently spans five smaller cities in China, including Wuxi and Chengdu. Users of China's food delivery service reached around 300 million in 2017, up 19% year-on-year. The user base is, is expected to grow to 355 million in 2018. Chinese private equity firm Legend Capital has joined China Renaissance Healthcare Fund to co-lead an investment worth nearly 2 billion RMB or around 293 million US dollars in Chinese Diagnostics Medical Corporation. Legend Capital contributed about 100 million US dollars. Other investors, including Matrix Partners, Pingan Ventures, Highlight Capital, Zhongjing Kare uh, Healthcare Industrial Fund, and Shanghai Free Trade Zone Equity Fund, also participated in the round. Founded in 1999, Chinese Diagnostic Medical Corporation specializes in the design and development of diagnosis testing reagents. Its products include biochemical, chemiluminescence, radioactive reagents. To avoid direct competition with major pharmaceutical companies such as Bayer Roach Holdings and Abbott Laboratories, who lead in reagents for cancer, hepatitis, and endocrine diseases, diseases, the company started with testing reagents for HIV and cephalis. It has more than 86 patents for diagnostic testing reagents for 60 diseases, including cancer, HIV, and diabetes. It claims the price of its HIV reagents is only one-third of products of its international peers. The company has more than 20 medical inspection centers across China. It has also an R&D team of about 30 people and devotes about 50% of its revenues to R&D. Southeast Asian ride-hailing platform Grab Holdings Inc. has raised $2 billion for its current round of financing. Last month, Japanese automaker Toyota Motor Corporation announced a $1 billion investment in Grab. Toyota has, has been joined by investors including Ping'an Capital, Oppenheimer Fund, Lightspeed Venture Partners, Nova, uh, Never Asia Growth Fund, Sinda Sino Rock Investment Management Company, All Stars Investment, Vulcan Capital, Macquarie Capital, and other investors. Grab said it will use the funds to expand the range of its OTO services. It provides in Southeast Asia to grow to a super local services app, one very much like China's Meituan Dianping. Currently, users can use Grab app to pay merchants through Grab Pay, order food through Grab Food, send parcels through Grab Express, and hail a ride with Grab's range of transportation services. 
In July, Grab also announced the launch of Grab Fresh, an on-demand grocery delivery service in Jakarta, with other cities to follow later in 2018. U.S. search engine giant Google reportedly plans to return to China by developing a censored search engine that will comply with Chinese law. This is according to Chinese、uh, to media reports citing insiders. One report say that the project is named as Dragonfly.、Um, it's going to be a censored version of search engine that will block some websites and search terms. The project has been under development since last spring and accelerated following a meeting between Google CEO and the top Chinese government official last December. Another report cited a Chinese official saying that Google has been in contact with authorities at the Cyberspace Administration of China about a modified search program. Google has been active making inroads to China since last year. Last December, Google announced to open a research center focused on AI research in Beijing. In January, Google joined Qiming venture partners Shunwei Capital to invest in a Series D round in Chinese live stream mobile game platform Chushell. In June, Google announced plans to invest 550 million U.S. dollars in cash in China's second-largest retailer JD.com. And last month, Google launched an AI game on Tencent's WeChat. However, for another U.S. technology giant coming to China, hasn't been so smooth. Or I guess it's similar to Google coming to China has never been easy for U.S. technology companies. Facebook, which we said last week, supposedly was approved to set up a subsidiary in China in Hangzhou, but. News came out this week that Facebook's subsidiary was apparently curtailed within a day of the news broke out. Facebook had quietly filed paperwork to build a startup incubator in Hangzhou City and obtained a license from the local provincial government. But a day, la- but a day later, the registration disappeared from a national business registration database, and refer- references to the subsidiary subsidiary was partly censored in Chinese media. The approval for the Facebook unit in China has been withdrawn, according to media reports, citing insiders. But the Chinese government has not made any public comments on this matter, of course. In the e-commerce sector, private equity firm Rainbow Capital and logistics solution provider GLP have led a 150 million U.S. dollar Series C round in 51Jiaoyu.com, a B2B petroleum e-commerce platform. Tide Capital, Ocean Pine Capital, and existing investors including GGV Capital, DCM, SIG, Skyline Capital, and Yunqi Partners also participated in the round. Founded in 2015, 51Jiaoyu.com is a B2B petroleum trading platform offering diesel, gasoline, and and other products on its platform. Its businesses include petroleum trading services, logistics, and financial services to related parties. The company currently has more than 300 employees and operates in more than 50 cities across China. 
It recorded a revenue of 4.8 billion RMB or 704 million US dollars in 2017. After applying artificial intelligence in electronics manufacturing, Andrew Ney, former chief scientist at Baidu and co-founder of Google Brain, now wants to empower China's agriculture sector with AI. Ney's company, Landing.ai, has signed a strategic partnership with Chinese construction machinery manufacturer Zoomline Heavy Industry Science and Technology yesterday. The two companies will focus on the development of AI-based agricultural machinery and neuter AI talents. Chinese social media giant Tencent has joined forces with Korean smartphone maker Samsung Electronics to push artificial intelligence-powered devices. An investment banker told Korean media that the two companies agreed to jointly invest in AI speakers and game solutions in the beginning of the year, and are now discussing practical business affairs such as setting up a joint venture. In China, Tencent's top rival Alibaba and Baidu both released their smart speakers with massive subs- subsidies to allow customers to try them at low costs. In April, Tencent also introduced its smart speaker Tingting, which allows users to access their WeChat account and send and receive voice messages. But Tencent was late in the game as Alibaba and Baidu brought their products to the market earlier. Priced at 699 RMB, Tingting is also more expensive compared to Alibaba's 499 Tmall Gini and Baidu's 249 Xiaodu. Meanwhile, Samsung is also pushing its AI devices to compete with Google and Amazon globally. It is expanding its AI assistant Bixby service into mobile phones as well as home appliances. It reportedly will release its smart speaker in the coming weeks. During the first six months this year, Chinese private equity and venture capital funds saw fundraising plummeting significantly. The tight liquidity condition, mostly due to tightened financial regulations, has led to more concentrated investments as GPs become more cautious in where to put capital. A total of 426 PEVC funds completed raising new funds during the first year, the first half, down 19.51% year on year. More importantly, funds that completed fundraising raised a total of 34 billion US dollars, down 75% year on year. This is according to data from China Venture. Around 99% of the funds that completed fundraising are RMB denominated funds. A total of 421 RMB funds completed fundraising, compared to 226 funds that have completed fundraising. With only five funds being U.S. dollar funds, in terms of venture capital investment, the number of VC deals declined 6.6 percent year on year during the first six months, but total VC investment reached 42 billion, still up from a year ago. Average deal size is also higher than a year ago, meaning that investors tend to be more careful selecting companies to back. But once decided. They tend to put more capital into one company. 
As a result, there are more massive single VC deals in the range of 500 million or more, a number that was typically associated with IPO proceeds. Chinese e-commerce firm JD.com has opened its first cashier-free retail store overseas in Indonesia. The JD.ID Xmart, newly opened in Jakarta, looks and operates similarly to cash-free stores opened earlier by its rival Alibaba and many Chinese online convenience store startups that emerged last year. Users can swipe their phone to enter the store as a QR code will identify the user's identity matched with his or her face. Cameras and facial recognition technology will facilitate the store to track users in store, while radio frequency identification, RFID, will track which products the user has picked up and brought outside of the store to purchase. JD's recently upgraded online store in its Beijing headquarter, which was opened first in October 2017, is now using computer vision technology to track a range of shopping behaviors, the company said in an announcement. JD now operates over 20 online stores across China. Beijing-based private space launch company Land Space announced plans to launch its first rocket into orbit in the first quarter this year to become China's first private rocket to carry out commercial launch mission. Landspace said that a three-stage solid propellant rocket named Zhuqie-1 will carry a China central television satellite for space science and remote sensing for a TV show at CCTV in the fourth quarter this year. Zhuqie-1 is Landspace's self-developed 19-meter-tall rocket with 1.35-meter diameter and a takeoff mass of 27 metric tons and thrust of 45 tons. It will operate two years in a sun-synchronous orbit. Founded in 2015, Landspace has two research centers in Beijing and Xi'an and a smart manufacturing base in Huzhou, Zhejiang province, and about 150 R&D professionals. Landspace became the first private Chinese commercial space launch company to sign a launch contract with a foreign customer when it formed a partnership with Danish firm GOM Space in 2017. In July, the company introduced Zhuqie-2, a two-stage rocket, and said it aims to complete ground testing by 2019 and launch in 2020. In April, Landspace raised 200 million RMB, or about 30 million U.S. dollars, led by Shenzhen-listed Xinjiang Goldwind Science Technology, which is a wind generator manufacturer. SDIC Venture Capital, a Chinese state-owned investment holding company, has joined the Venture Capital Fund of Chinese Academy of Sciences and Suzhou Chengxing Venture Capital to invest 150 million RMB, or about 22 million, in a Series B round in Chinese semiconductor laser manufacturer Suzhou Everbright Photonics Company Limited. 
Founded in 2012, Everbright Photonics develops and produces high-power diode laser lasers. It has complete process platform and production line for chip design, cleavage and coating, package testing, fiber coupling, and laser systems. Sequoia Capital has led a 50 million Series B plus round in Shanghai-based used goods swap app, Xiang Wushuo, which promotes a green and environmentally friendly lifestyle. Hillhouse Capital, IDG Capital, GGV Capital, Matrix Partners, and Zhen Fund and other investors also participated in this round. Founded in 2017, Xiang Wushuo allows users to swap a wide range of used goods free of charge on the point redemption scheme. Data from the company shows that as of July this year, the number of users has exceeded 20 million, with daily active users exceeding 1 million. Among the most popular swap categories, maternal and children products, as well as makeup products, are the hottest areas where users are exchanging goods that are no longer useful to them. All right, so that's a wrap for the past week in terms of Chinese VC and tech news. I hope you find this useful. And of course, if you want to read more and find out uh, more detailed information of all the news headlines, you can go to chinamoneynetwork.com or follow us on all the different social media channels. And of course, if you can write a review or give us a rating on iTunes so that other people can find us more easily, that will be much appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week.